Okay, hi, bud tenders. Have you ever run out of butane when you're just about to take a dab? Or realize you can't find a lighter when you're just about to take a rip from your favorite bong? The Wand by iSpire has you covered. The Wand is a wireless, handheld, and portable heating device that's compatible with most any rig or bong of your choice. It's temperature controlled in five degree intervals from 250 to 800 degrees and offers fireless dabbing using induction heating. Unlike most emails, your concentrates never touch plastic or metal, with the iSpire giving you the purest, cleanest, safest experience for the hit every time. Go to www.ispire.com, that's I-S-P-I-R-E.com forward slash the dash wand, T-H-E dash W-A-N-D, and enter promo code HI15. H-I-G-H-1-5 to save 15% on your wand today and go torchless for good. Yo, pass the mic, then I'll pass the light. Roll another blunt, we on good vibes. Some pine kush and northern lights. Red eyes, call it pretty eyes. I'm satisfied, I'm in my zone. Roll another one, take another toke. Lit with my bros, we... What's going on, people? We are back at it again with the High Butt Tenders Podcast. It is me, Jarrell, and you know I got my road dog, my partner in crime, Rocky. What's going on with you? We are really clubhousing it today, Jarrell. This, I mean, heavy. (laughs) And I couldn't be in better freaking company. I cannot lie about this. I am with the crew from Normal, and uh, we're going to definitely get into what that is, but I'm going to have each one of them introduce themselves to you today because they are phenomenal people, and if you're in the Las Vegas community, area definitely people to know so we're gonna start off with maddie hey thank you guys so much for having us here uh, my name is madison salabini i'm the executive director and founder of the las vegas and nevada chapters of normal uh, started normal here locally in 2016 and it's been a lot of fun it's been great being able to run the chapter here which has been part of a national organization for the last 50 years nice. hey maddie and uh, I, guys, I'm Modest Jones. You're probably sick of seeing me, huh? No. <laughs> Never. I actually Never. am really grateful um, to be taking a bigger role in normal today. Um, I kind of started out a few years back, but uh, never really got to give my full to Miss Maddie and Captain Kassoff. <laughs> you guys know I have a special love for Josh, so if you haven't been around, I appreciate that. Thank you. you'll see. But um, yeah, I've been doing some marketing with Normal and some liaison work and just just being, you know, a right-hand man, if you will, shoulder for Josh and Maddie. So Absolutely. happy to be here. Big facts. Hi, I'm uh, Josh Kassoff. I'm a secretary, consumer affairs reporter, and freelance journalist for Normal. Um, moved out here about two and a half years ago from uh, the Lone Star State before it went fully crazy. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and so I do reporting and secretary work and you know, always at the meetings, always having a blast. They know Josh. Yeah, for sure. Uh, they know. Yeah, yeah. journalist <laughs> writing for you know, a bunch of magazines here in town. Like who? Vegas Cannabis. Hey. Shout out to Vegas Cannabis. Hey. Big shout out to That's Vegas uh, Cannabis. Right? Yeah, Texas Cannabis Collective as well as another site I write for. Covering awesome. a lot of what's going on in Texas right now. Great. Nice. Cannabis, yeah. I mean, isn't it though? Because we know they're going to boom 
that's just the little gem that that the little engine that can and it's actually the biggest engine that can because they already have so many fields of cbd cannabis that they're ready to push off to the good thc stuff and all the other good stuff in between but the point of having you guys here which i think is very very important for bud tenders is that a lot of people are not aware of normal and that it is in a lot of legal states uh, so that you have some sort of support. We don't see a lot of it for bud tenders. So if you're sitting at home and you're a bud tender and you're like, I've never heard of this before, that's not a problem because a lot of people haven't, but that's why they're here today. And so I wanted to explain because I feel like bud tenders don't feel like they have a part of this normal. We just aren't privy to it and people don't make us aware of it. No, you're totally right. And, you know, thank you for having us on to create that awareness. Um, the interesting thing is, is that, as I mentioned earlier, you know, Normal's a 50-year-old, actually 51-year-old organization. So, you know, we started in 1970 in the Washington, D.C., Virginia area. Um, basically, you know, a bunch of um, old-time hippie lawyers that were just like, this is bullshit. Why is this plant illegal. Um, and the organization started as really a bunch of, you know, progressive attorneys getting together to try to um, represent people that had gotten marijuana related charges. Um, and it's grown over the last 51 years into an organization that is not only, you know, very prevalent here in the United States, but internationally as well. We have over 150, uh, well, maybe it's a little different now with the pandemic, but at, at, our, at our peak, we had 150 chapters uh, worldwide with you know, people that are volunteering, because um, that's a very important thing to know. We're, we're volunteers. We volunteer to do this education and to do this advocacy. And that's the way it's been. So, yeah. So if you are out there and you have any questions about how you can change laws uh, regarding cannabis, this is where normal would help you out there I mean they'll help you understand it and that's I think honestly was my biggest issue when I came to Vegas was I wasn't aware of it until you know I was involved in a license situation where I was going to be on a license in Chicago and then we were denied the license and I had no idea why then I got the reason why it was like veteran status and I couldn't understand that because we checked so many boxes right and I know more than most would have so as far as like the social equity piece uh, it completely failed <laughs> it completely failed us but I wasn't privy to what was going on and what I could have done to prevent it because I could have Right. And I think that that's where normal was very important for me, an important aspect of after I hit that bottom, I was like, man, I have to get more active politically because this was wrong. I feel like we were denied this license for all the wrong reasons when they were only given 36 and one state got a lot. I mean, one uh, company got 11 licenses. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Man. Yeah, they, they cornered that. But, like, Normal has all kind of resources that you can offer to people. Like, what are some of those resources that attendees can take advantage of? Well, you know, you just mentioned Chicago, and one of the things I, I have to shout out, our sister chapter, Chicago Normal, they are doing absolutely fantastic work, um, you know, in, in Illinois, um, not just in the Chicago area, but surrounding suburbs as well, for social equity specifically, and educating bud tenders. So if anybody is in that side of the country, um, definitely link up with Chicago Normal. Um, but Normal, 
which is just N-O-R-M-L, which stands for the National Organization for the Reform of Marijuana Laws. Um, we have a great website, normal.org. Um, it's a really great tool for blog posts. We post a lot about research when it comes to the impact that legalization has had um, on communities, whether it be, you know, on opioid decline or talking about, um, you know, dispelling myths about child use and youth use. We have a lot of great blog posts. A lot of veteran articles as well. Absolutely. I mean, the biggest thing that I think separates Normal from other advocacy organizations is that we are focused on the consumer. So um, there's a lot of organizations that are working on reforming policy for the industry to make sure that there's a great infrastructure for the industry. Obviously, that's what we want to see. Um, but our focus is making sure that people aren't having their children taken away. Veterans are able to access their medicine. People aren't continuing to be criminalized for their use of what is now a legal drug right. in the majority of our states. So, um, yeah, it's it's great. And we have a, a great action tool on the website that allows people to directly send petitions to their legislat- legislators. So I highly recommend people check out normal.org to um, just really get familiar with all of the information and research we have available. We've had a pretty dope petition going around like at the last meeting and at the CBD Expo and everything. And you did speak on the decriminalization, but like just specifically marijuana crimes, nonviolent marijuana-related crimes where people are still incarcerated. And um, there were a lot of promises made to us. And, uh, you know, it's up to us to come together and sign these and put our info on there and fill out all the lines, guys, with your address, your phone number, or whatever you feel comfortable giving. (laughs) Yeah. And just, like, you know, help us with this. I mean, just, you know. Yeah, thank you for mentioning that, actually. Josh and Modest, over the last couple of weeks, have been collecting specific petitions. We were at uh, the Cannabis Wedding Expo recently nice. gathering some signatures and the uh, the green guys is that yep. the cbd mm-hmm. group yep. they put on an event a couple weeks ago we were at getting signatures as well you know the biden administration is obviously very busy with a lot of other issues especially going on right now mm-hmm. but they promised especially biden when he ran on cannabis reform on you know medical expansion you know decriminalization expungement of all types freeing you know non-violent victimless offenders yet eight nine months into his presidency you know, where is it? So these letters yeah. we're sending are just reminding him, you know, please keep your word on that. Yeah, we set a goal for 2,000 letters. So um, you guys came to the meeting a couple weeks ago and signed a bunch of those letters. But our goal is to mail 200 hard copy letters directly to the White House yeah. with people demanding these reforms. Um, because I think oftentimes, you know, we're, we get so caught up, especially bud tenders, right? You know, everyone's got their nine to five and clocking in and out. We get so caught up in our jobs. But right. we kind of forget that while we're here, you know, making a living and able to legally consume, there are still people um, in a lot of places in our country that are being criminalized. And the the Biden administration really needs to make good on, on their promises to, oh, yeah. to let those people be free. And I always say, you know, when it comes to cannabis charges in other states and people who are in prison in other states, I always say it's ridiculous that, you know, I work in cannabis packaging. Uh, so not bud tender, but, you know, more, you know, at the facility. And I find it ridiculous that there are people serving life. No, seriously. Life for what I do at work in right. 10 to 15 minutes. Yeah. You know, yep. like just weighing out eights and putting them in jars. Like there's people in lo- in prison for an ounce. Right. And that's eight eighths, you know, Dude, and that yeah. takes me Put a couple minutes. Put it in perspective, minutes, man. You know, that's so crazy. Most. 
And you know what Josh did? You, you know, they sent me a digital copy. So if you guys are looking for excuses to slide in people's DMs, I'm just saying. Slide in about that. And we'll send you a digital one. If you think you can't get to us, then you can sign that too. Because, you know, there's a special passion. And y'all know me. I get passionate about my stuff. But a lot of us consumers and um, just kind of higher vibrators, if you will, and a lot of empaths. And I don't want to put people in labels and boxes, but just from my experiences with cannabis consumers and just our culture, just something about that feeling of being able to put yourself in the place of somebody who is incarcerated right now um, for like the way that Maddie and Josh explained it, victimless, nonviolent cannabis crimes. Like, like that's all of us right now, like um, jump back like some years. And I just get very on fire about that Mm -hmm. so i have been pumping out some digital ones i you know we'll we'll do what we got to do there's there's really no excuse so just like put yourself there like do your best i mean i'm not trying to boss you around but i mean just saying so you know we all got to direct our energy somewhere you know right and exactly and i think that that's the point too how do we get active? Because I think also, too, if you're a bud tender, you have to have some sort of contribution to the industry. You can't have expectations, right? I always tell people that it's a, it's a give and take situation for everybody. And that's kind of what we call networking. And it's very, very important. So um, in that regard, to be able to even even if you do know the laws, to meet with like-minded people. Oh my people gosh, we'd to, love to see you. Yeah, we'd to understand. To you. And you know what I mean? Even if there's something that you don't understand and you don't want to talk about, it's going to come up at some point because you don't want to feel, right. you know, there are no bad questions at that's these right. normal meetings. I swear, I think every single question that's asked is necessary and don't hold back either because I think that that's how we end up <laughs> going in this back. industry. Yeah, yeah and I, no, guess Nobody held what? back at the last meeting, that's for sure. Guess what? I loved that. That was, was one of fantastic. my... Yeah, I mean, I think that it's very, very important to talk about the things that make people feel uncomfortable. And why is that uncomfortable? Because it's a part of our culture. That's, it's real. You know what I mean? Like, it's a part of our culture. These We helped to build the culture, right? So we're the consumers. We, You know what I mean? We made it just like everybody else. So we should have the same type of uh, regard when it comes to purchasing and yes. having homes and purchasing, uh, I mean, purchasing businesses, having homes, things of that nature. No, absolutely. Yeah. You bring up an important point, too, you know, for, for bud tenders to really know, I mean, more so here in Las Vegas than a lot of other places in the country. You know, we have so many tourists that are coming to town. Mm-hmm. And I feel especially that, um, you know, bud tenders here in Las Vegas should really know what's going on with federal law, other state laws, you know, just kind of keep up with that information, but also have tools and have education on, um, you know, these different areas that we we're talking about, such as, you know, how youth uh, use is impacted in communities of legalization, because there's a lot of stigma and a lot of stereotypes and a lot of rhetoric that gets perpetuated. And if, you know, even at the bud tender level, if, if they can help educate someone that comes in, you know, someone might come in and they might still be buying a joint right mm-hmm. there to consume, but they might say, oh yeah, you know, they're never going to make it legal in my town because, you know, mm-hmm. kids are going to start smoking pot all over the place. And it's like, yeah. it would be really great to be able that. to have a oh. really mm-hmm. smart, um, you know, answer to respond so that when that person goes back to their community, they can have that positive conversation with the people in the oh, community. Yeah. Hey, actually, no, did you know that these are the statistics? This is the rationale. Um, 
And I think that's really fundamentally why it's important that people come to normal meetings and people get involved with our organization so that they can just expand their knowledge, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we all need to. Right? No, it's great. Never stop learning. Right. That's right. Absolutely. Student mentality. Boom. Yeah, but I think Rocky, like, hit the, like, hit it on point when you said it's up to the bud tenders to give something back to the industry. Because if you're just in it just to have a nine to five, then you're not going to get anything from it. What a way to make a living. <laughs> <laughs> Josh has a song. I was like, who turned the radio on? Right? <laughs> yep. Love, love, but love, yeah, love. Like, <laughs> love, love. Who was that? Dolly Parton, Queen, Queen Dolly. We're gonna play the song for you after. Okay, yeah, definitely. Nice. You're gonna be singing Dolly the whole yeah. way home. But you see how it's like a safe space. You just be yourself. Like, let it go. We want you guys to feel like you know that we want to hang out with you. Like, come hear us out. Let's hear you out. Let's vibe. Let's see where we can connect. And um, you know, that's one of the major reasons why we all wanted to be here today to let you know like we want you bud tenders we want we want all of you and we want you to feel good about coming to kick it with us right and we want to share that energy throughout the community (laughs) and and it's important too you know because we are an advocacy organization that you know ultimately works with politicians and regulators as well it's important that we hear as much feedback as possible from everyone in the industry, right? I mean, just hearing all of the feedback, hearing all of the different angles, what bud tenders are experiencing or what people that are working in the industry experience, that's very important for when you're trying to advance policy. Um, Obviously, like I mentioned, we're not trying to focus on policy that's benefiting the industry and making corporations richer, making, you know, whatever, Mm -hmm. licensing, none of that. Um, But bud tenders are consumers too, Right. They're weed smokers at the end of the day. They know. And, right. They do. <laughs> and, you know, um, it's it's terrible that there are some places where even though it's completely legal for a parent to even work as a bud tender, child protective services can get involved. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and there's there's a lot of repercussions that can actually take place because we're, um, you know, working in the, in the marijuana mm-hmm. industry. You know, that's a consumer right. Right. I had no idea. Stigma on that too. Yeah. Did you know that? Yeah. I mean, I didn't. She's. uh, This is my my favorite (laughs) thing to do is to sit there and listen to Josh. When they're when they're at the normal meeting, I'm like, (laughs) I think the last time I couldn't even put a good video up because my my camera went this way and I had no idea. And by the time I was finished, I was like, I did like a 25 minute segment on my chicken wings um, with some really good vocal content. You know what I mean? It was amazing. But I mean, like, that's what I think that's, that's a part of things that I think they need to know. And how did that affect you personally? So I'm going to tell you, but tenders, how does this affect you? Right? So just a few months ago, if you were driving a car and you smoked a joint yesterday and that comes up in your blood test, you are going to be charged with DUI, uh, yeah. right? So um, how do we, how does that affect us? Man, if people don't get on the phones and they don't talk and they don't push and they don't try to make uh, politicians move the needle, nothing happens, right? So that's how you can get involved, one, and that's how you keep your shit out of trouble, too. Mm-hmm. You know what no, I mean? It's true. So it's like know your stuff. Yeah. Good it's, point. So it's a good point to know that, too. You know, and while you're at work and you're just like sitting there and complaining about the way things should, there's certain things that should change or or you're just sitting there and you don't think you can get that position mm. at your job. Mm-hmm. Um, you got passed up for something that you are super duper qualified for. 
there are laws that help you with that. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's something for everybody out there. You just don't have to sit there and wonder, oh, well, what could I have done better? Or how do I contribute to make a difference in so you know, social impact? How do I do that? So come to these meetings because it's a great way to learn how to make an impact and effect, right? Not only that, you're networking with people in the industry and people who are just love cannabis because normal's for everybody. That's the best part. Absolutely, all walks of life. Yeah. Because that's cannabis as a whole. It brings people together. Yeah. You know, it's, it's so fascinating to see you know, all the people I work with, all the nationalities and walks of life we all come from. And we're all together mm-hmm. working in the industry and in our free time, you know, consuming the plant. I love yeah. that. Vibin. Can you do the, can you tell everyone the mission statement? So our mission statement is we represent the consumer no matter how they procure their cannabis. And that means uh, how they, you know, get their cannabis, how they, how they get it, you know, mm. um, whether that's going to a dispensary, whether that's home growing, whether that's legacy market, Mm -hmm. traditional market, you know, that, that doesn't matter to us, you know, as long as you're a consumer and you need, you know, representation, whether that's your voice, whether that's legal representation sometimes, um, you know, that's what the organization on a national level stands for. Right. And that's changed over time though, right? Because it wasn't always that same mission statement. Didn't you rewrite it? A little, yeah. Yeah, yeah and, and, and thank you for bringing that up because that was the one of the most important things that we've done in the last year was actually update our mission statement so that people really understand. You know, I think now that there's been this emergence of the legal industry, when we say the word consumer, a lot of people who work in the industry, they automatically associate a, a consumer with a customer of a dispensary. That's not what we mean. We mean someone who consumes the plant, right? Okay. I like that. So, but, but the thing was, is we found that there was some confusion with that. There were quite a few people who were like, oh, consumers, you know, those are shoppers at, you know, dispensaries. No, regardless of where you get your medicine, you have, equal, we, we believe you have equal rights. Now we're not going to advocate for anyone to explicitly break the law, right? But at the same time, it's people who pushed the envelope that got us where we are today. Hey, so listen, um, some of us came from the underground. Most exactly. of us, all of us. Oh, okay, exactly. don't you do it. Right. <laughs> must be acknowledged and respected. I love that the labels of traditional market, you know, I'm not like a label person, but traditional market, legacy, that just sounds so natural. Yeah, so much better than black market. So much Man, better. Man, just like. So much better. And I'll tell you, like, I was. I was stressed like a couple of years ago, like it was, you know, there were a lot of people that were calling it the gray market, the underground market, the black market. And I was like, you guys, we got to do better than this, you know? And I had been asking everyone like that I could, that I felt comfortable asking, Hey, what do you think another name for the black market? And when I started hearing people calling it legacy market, I was like, that is it, it. you know, because it pays honor to the people that have risked their lives, their families, their so many sacrifices. Yeah. to, you know, continue to pet- perpetuate this beautiful plant. And, and who and still do today. Freedom. Still do today. Yeah, freedom. You know? yeah, the, the, risks to their freedom today. That's right. The growers with all these wonderful strains that have preserved these strains, you know, so that we can even have a robust, you know, dispensary and cultivation program here in our states. Even the words traditional, though, like legacy sounds so like uh, vibey, but traditional like gives it respect when you hear it like in the news and different things. It's like it just gives it respect and acknowledgement Mm -hmm. because we came from somewhere, you know. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, I think it just goes hand in hand and knowing 
how these laws work and how it happens here in the states especially if you want to work in the cannabis industry there are a lot of regulations you just can't come into this industry and be like i'm gonna buy you know um, <laughs> honestly you can if you have enough money to throw throw at it and when i talk about that you have to have lots of money mm-hmm. so unless you don't you know you don't have lawyers to back that up and you don't have things like all the training that comes with it and you're just you know like you and me and we want to open up a store right you want to open up a dispensary the laws that are created are always changing so you never get the same bag of nuts ever you know, you know what I'm saying? it's changing all the time and it's super frustrating you know but that at the same time why do those regulations change so i think you have to be a, a bigger part of understanding this industry from the inside out because it's all it all helps you understand and helps to represent you later and uh, later on in life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I feel like the, the more you're involved, the more you you're a part of that change or the more say so oh, you yeah. have in that change. Absolutely. And that's the most important thing. It's empowering. So yeah. rewarding. I mean, yeah. there you referenced the DUI reform that took place recently in Nevada. Um, that was years of momentum, I must say. You know, even though the bill was just this past session and it officially took effect this past summer, this was years of momentum. Advocates had been fighting in the state of Nevada since when it was just a medical program being like, listen, this is a really unjust law. You're criminalizing people who are patients. You know, people are not intoxicated or or, or a danger behind the wheel of a vehicle. You know, this is counterproductive to what you're you're trying to move forward in this legalization direction, but we're criminalizing people who are using it doesn't really make sense but there's been so many people who wrote a petition or they went to a meeting or had a conversation with the legislator and they were now able to say now that this law has passed I used my voice. I had that conversation. I signed mm-hmm. a letter, you know, and feels good. it does feel good. Mm-hmm. It feels Use your good. Voice. Absolutely. Good. You know, so I think that empowerment um, feeling is very important for, for mm-hmm. bud tenders and people in the industry to understand that that's Oh, that's a side effect of doing this good Absolutely. work. Absolutely. And if yeah. so many of us are doing it and so many more of us do, it will create so much momentum. We could really rock this nation, like straight up. Yes. Like, But yeah. educate yourself. Don't be blindsided you by things that you think that, you know what I mean? Get to know people so that you can understand better. That way you're not spending unnecessary money and resources and time to try to build something outside of the bud tending industry and then fall flat and then leave the industry because we want you here. We need mm-hmm. you here. We need you to help us make you know these laws pass. And it, it takes a village, right? It absolutely does because mm-hmm. that ref- she's right. The reform took years. Whether or not you were there for the moments before and you did what you could or you got on the phone or whatever, everything is helpful. It's just like voting, you know what I mean? It's your rights. It's your right to to smoke yesterday and get in a car today and pick up your kids from school and not have to go to jail. No, absolutely. You know what I mean? And that's what's important. And I think when you asked me today, Maddie, I couldn't put it in words because you said, what did you really want to talk about, right? And I said, what I would love to talk about is why it's important for bud tenders to understand that there's resources out there for them and they can make changes and they can be mm-hmm. bigger in the industry there you go by educating themselves there you go and it's really free 
oh my gosh, guess what? It's free. No. If you don't want them chicken wings, don't get them. That's right. You know what I'm saying? But they're come. really good though. Right they're right. delicious. Yeah. But you know what I'm Wing saying? Like right. I don't know. I don't want to say that. But you know what I'm saying? No, like, no, there's I get a thing it. Where there, where it's it's there for you because uh, we know that the resources are not completely free. Right. right. And so it all it always costs a little bit of money besides um, getting involved. But that this is something you can do that doesn't cost you anything. There you go. And we, we will have some fundraising opportunities coming up and we'll make it really fun and worth your while, of course. Um, also, you know, like you said, a lot of people are looking towards doing something a bit more. Maybe they feel like they're just a bud tender, which isn't really a thing, you guys. Like there's something special within each and every one of us. We all have something to give of ourselves. And if you believe in that plant then like by all means let's figure out what that is and we're here to help you we're here to be around you and be like hey you seem like you're really good at something i'm probably not that good at right <laughs> so we can um balance that out but also we have a lot of wonderful sponsors that give us all kinds of beautiful products i mean just recently we had some really great giveaways tattoos and smoke floor yep. las vegas cannabis awards Cohen. Cohen. Yeah, yeah we i mean we try to make it fun right i mean right. yeah you're ultimately coming to learn but we got some great giveaways Giveaways. We did, but it's just you know, like we all have something to give. Like some of us have a box full of, I won't say any names modest, but I have a box full of just paraphernalia, right? And why not? Like, let's let's do it. Let's donate it. But it's not all about what's in your pockets or if you feel like, you know, there's more work you need to do to build that. That's cool, too. And we we're all for that also. And, um, you know, it's just we all have something to give. So feel free to come and share that with us. Hey, you know? we're always looking for volunteers, always looking for help. If there are any bud tenders who think they have yeah, one particular skill that could help the organization and mm-hmm. help That's further amazing. cannabis reform, both in Las Vegas and Nevada and nationwide, yep. mm-hmm. um, maybe internationally eventually. Oh, sure. <laughs> Let's eventually. get it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Definitely let us know. You know, Instagram, Facebook. You and know, this isn't just Vegas, person, guys. Yeah. We're Las Vegas normal, but we're part of Nevada normal, right? But we're connected to... What Phoenix normal uh, or I mean, Chicago? We have really good relationships. Maddie's got yeah, a, and Josh they got a lot, I know of a lot of the guys from Texas. Yeah. So it doesn't matter where you're from if you're listening in and you're you're not physically here or you want to try to catch a meeting while you're out here. Feel comfortable. We definitely have had people from out of town happen to be in town the night of a meeting. Yep. Love cannabis came and kicked it with us and we're all for it. We're looking you in your eye right now and telling you we want you to come out. Right. Exactly. I think something else that can be gained too that's important to talk about is. You know, I, I I didn't go to school for political science. I didn't go to law school, right? Um, I my passion in this space has always come from cannabis as as a plant and as a medicine. But it's interesting how much I've been able to learn and educate myself on kind of the political realm of things and how um, our government works. And I think that. You know, it's very important for people to be involved in civic engagement in general. And if you can start having that civic engagement with something that you're very, very passionate about, it kind of makes that learning the system a little bit more fun and easier and more palatable. Um, I, I learned a lot about how our government works through the work that we do with cannabis. And I definitely won't, you know, uh try to call myself an expert in, in, in any sense. Because I've learned a lot from you. And listening to we, Rocky, we it sounds like she's other. learned a lot from I you. Thank also. you. Yeah. I've learned a lot from hanging out with y'all. Like, 
really experience is the best way to do that though you know i mean i'll tell you uh, the first time i went to washington dc i went with a group but i ultimately had to go to these meetings by myself and there was this one hallway in you know one of the halls in dc and it was like an old school telephone booth right and i was so nervous (laughs) because i'm in this these hallways with these lobbyists you know these people that have all these badges and they went to you know harvard and all this shit and i literally shut myself in this telephone booth and i'm like sweating profusely and i'm like you got this you got this you know and i never forget that because um i mean i'm not a professional but i've Mm. I've given it my heart and that's another beautiful thing because there's some people less professional than you. So I'm not no. But I, I think that's, and I think that's, that's just, beautiful. It, that's the type of group that we are, though. We're p- real people using our real hearts to kind of lead us in this movement. Yeah. I know you said um, it was easier for you to learn about like government because you were interested in cannabis. Talk about the tool you have on the website a little bit more because I feel like that's a great tool that other people can use because it gives mm-hmm. you information about all the different laws uh, regarding uh, cannabis and all the other states. All you gotta do is just click on it. So um, how can they find that? Yeah, thanks, Joel. Um, so normal.org slash act. It has a very, very cool interactive national map. So you can actually see the whole country. You can click on the different states and see um, bills or petitions or other type of legislation that's pending in those states regarding cannabis and you can click on them and not only read a nice little synopsis on you know what is going on but you can also send a petition directly through the website wow. which is great That's amazing. Um, it goes right to the legislator for that district or you know who's who's working on the policy so it's cool because these legislators end up well, their staff really ends up getting, I don't want to say bombarded, but they get inundated with all of these petitions. And it's like, okay, cool. Like the cannabis people, they're out there, you know, they're making their voice heard. Um, And I think that's, again, important for civic engagement and super easy. You can be doing it nighttime before bed, you know, two seconds, bang, bang, boom. Normal.org. Yeah. N-O-R-M-L dot O-R-G. Find your state. Yep. Don't. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Add it to your a fantasy football league last minute number. You know what I mean? <laughs> fantasy football league plus let me sign this petition. Hell Thank you yeah. and good night. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, uh, you guys just killed it. We appreciate you coming. Oh, on. thank you. Oh. The whole squad with you. I don't think it's like a record for us. I don't think we had this many people on before. Oh no, no, this is a record. Yeah, this is great. <laughs> we love it. Record breaking. Yeah. Hopefully they can't see us sweating. We have. I <laughs> know. Uh, I'm sorry, guys. We do you want to shout out the social media or whatever? Because I mean, I'm happy if anyone Please wants do. to hit oh, us up. Yeah, we're not done. Hit yeah. us up for um, any creative ideas you might have. We really are coming up with some really creative ideas for meetings that are less of meetings and more of gatherings kind of like bringing it back to those days maddie was talking about and just vibe it out with each other we some of our vegas cannabis people had visions of sitting out on the lawns like we used to do and rally like that so um if you have any ideas definitely send them our way we'll have a september meeting coming for you guys soon we'll be posting um the time location and um, the date really soon. So look out for that on the at Las Vegas Normal. And when we're saying normal, guys, we're saying N-O-R-M-L, just so you know. So we'll be posting that really soon. And we look forward to seeing you guys. But we have been coming up out with some creative ideas, right, for some upcoming meetings and some places you guys are going to oh, just yeah. want to come kick it at anyway. 
yeah, yeah. If you have an interesting story to tell, you know, we're, we're always looking for speakers and panelists and sponsors. Oh, yeah. So, and it's yeah, such a wonderful great. opportunity. It's such a great opportunity to do it. So we appreciate you that you guys have that, uh, to showcase people to and give them a voice for a minute that's it's such a nice thing i, I mean you it. killed it when you came out to our meeting rocky you did <laughs> mm-hmm. such a good job you know we oh, yeah. were we that's i mean we're still hearing compliments <laughs> about the way you spoke and it's important because people first of all i mean when we started hosting our meetings again it had been after a while of you know not a lot of in-person types of events and mm-hmm. so i think it was also just great that people we were able to have an event where people were able to get back together and, right. and really talk about things that, I don't want to say they're hard discussions to have, but really, who else is having these discussions, That's right? right? Totally. I mean, I know you guys are, right? obviously we are, totally. but... Um, it's it's good to just kind of expand who who our audience is oh, and, yeah. and have people you know hear a lot of these things that you're talking about on the podcast you know they heard them in the, in the meeting and people left feeling really good right. from that meeting yeah, yeah. yeah. It was really motivated. yeah really it's a motivational feeling it really is it was man great. like we were doing something and we were feeling right. it and yes. you got to hear people you see in the community and maybe you work with them or maybe you have and they were like being themselves like they were telling you what's up so maybe at work they had to be all you know what mm-hmm. I mean suited and booted but they were like listen this is how I feel and we would love to get you on a panel sometime Jarrell and sure. that'd be fun specifically Perfect. I found a deeper purpose in normal just to share that with you guys because the inclusion and social equity and the things that I often have multiple discussions with Rocky about for sure. And then Madison expressed an interest in just delving a bit deeper. And I can see that I've been put here to create some type of change and I'm ready to dig into it and so as we get spread out more and because we need more space for that because you never know you know we got to spread out yeah. a little bit for that you know no but as we open up into um, bigger venues and things like that I, I would I, I'm really looking forward to the opportunity I've been given to open up discussion but just how a lot of us people of color feel and I also want to throw some stuff in there about like let's not just use that as a crutch like let's let it be known for what it is but let's not use that and like dirty that up Mm -hmm. so that it's like no longer like you know so that people can just like use as an excuse for their behavior that might be less than you know what I mean so yeah there you go so between the high bud tenders and y'all our relationship with Vegas Cannabis Magazine and normal there's gonna be a lot of people specifically I know Rocky and Jarrell and Linda and the whole team over in the cannabis over here like (laughs) this is what they're doing this for man and we appreciate that and Jarrell is a very important question for all of you yeah shoot um we need to know what you guys been smoking (laughs) oh oh I can start this I was gonna say I want to start with you because after your long break what did you go to well I I just came off a huge tolerance break which is the first time I've done that in 15 years as a smoker how long 61 days yeah um it felt good I mean after I got through a few days it felt good but I really like floor you guys I have been smoking floor for the last few years um, because you know now that Evan um, Evan Martyr is over there and the lead cultivator Sven Nate the the grow team over there they're fantastic they have a very organic cultivation using a Korean farming methods I love their product Um, I love all of their strains so my my current strain is um, Cherry Chem from floor 
It's so good. Classic. Classic. So I just came off of Colorado and I I got my girl uh, Christina Cannabis in the building. Christina Cannabis with a K. We've (laughs) come up with quite a supply of (laughs) Tikal. So right now we're smoking sweet grease. Um, Really good. Really good stuff. Good terps. Nice little grapefruity smell that Maddie noticed on it. Uh But um, yeah, those strains are only available in Colorado. So we have those. But uh, here in Vegas, Mac Melon Top Notch has that Tikal. And Hopefully, Miss Christina Cannabis and myself will be bringing more to Cal into Nevada and really that, soon. That so it is. It is. Yeah. Yeah, Pass it over that. here. Mm-hmm. The branding is so nice. Yes. What about Solid you, Josh? Yeah. If I could find uh, Willie Nelson's Critical Kush from <laughs> Willie's Reserve, I would be smoking he would. it. I would, but I cannot find it. Um, so I'm smoking uh, cereal milk from Cannabiotics. Okay. One that of the brands one. I've had. You had that one before. And it's so vanilla. Like, the vanilla aroma is just breathtaking. Mm. That's yeah, amazing. I love it. That's, that's a good one. That's yeah. a really good strain. That's a good one. <laughs> like that. Do you share yeah. what you're smoking on? Yeah, what you've been smoking on, Rocky? Um, I, I, I've definitely uh, dabbled into the legacy market in my, with my big toe. So, I'm do, I have some really great strains from Sin City Zotics. And nice. Shout out, uh, to that. And, uh, yeah. That's what I've been smoking on. How about you, Jarrell? Um, I'm still smoking on the Mother's Milk from Tyson's Ranch. That is nice. good. Yes. And in that backwoods, whoa. And I'm like, I've been trying to quit the backwoods. <laughs> That's yeah. amazing. That's we appreciate amazing. you guys. Yeah, no, you're really the best. Good. And your weed is good, too. You always got good weed. Well, I mean, I, I get it from out here. Christina Cannabis always got good weed, yeah. too. Hit her up. For living in the desert, we do have some good weed. We do have good weed, right? Yeah, for sure. So we want to know who all y'all growing under. So, <laughs> butt tenders out there, keep in mind, if you really want to know, normal, do it. It's a 100% a great thing for you. Um, we highly recommend it. I'm super glad to have you folks on. Thank you again. Uh, thank you for our growth, man. We are super excited. And thank you to our listeners. Um, Wow, it's just wonderful. So I always say shout out. Uh, we have a really great uh, giveaway coming up from Ispire. And so we're going to be doing that um, upon this release of this episode here. So please be watching. You will have to like uh, three different things. Okay, y'all? You're going to have to. It's going to be the normal Las Vegas, though, because uh, we have to keep it real for the fans, right? So it's, it's going to be that page, us, and then, of course, Ispire. You just have to like us and do all the fun stuff and then that'll be a really great giveaway so be on the lookout for that coming up this week and uh finally and last but not least stay high bud tender you guys are so awesome